Let's do it. Let's do it. Broadcasting from around the world, you're listening to The First 100, a podcast on how founders acquired their first 100 paying customers. Here's your host, Hadi Rodwan. Today we have on the show Santos Sharma, the founder of Foresight Aviation, premium general aviation company. Welcome to the show, Santos. How are you today? Very well, Hadi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much. So take us to the top and explain to a new founder, how can they start an aviation company? Oh, uh, well, uh, we started a company sometime in 2009. And uh, it's a very exciting journey so far because uh, I never thought I'd get into one own business because I was typically from a middle-class Indian family and had no ambition of starting one business. But, you know, as luck would have it, uh, it's very important to have good people around you. So, you know, uh, the lady who's my wife currently is the one who motivated me to join the business. And it just happened. I mean, I guess uh, it happened for the good. It was quite a tough decision because, as I said earlier, being, uh, you know, from a, a middle class Indian family, uh, business doesn't come natural to us. But I thought uh, it was high time that I gave it a shot. And... Uh, plunge into uh, the world of business before 2009 for four years i was working in an, a general aviation company as head of sales and marketing so i had a pretty decent amount of uh, experience in the same field so took a plunge and uh, so far that experience has been absolutely wonderful and uh, i think i would have regretted if i would have not joined the uh, you know this business Amazing. And when you decided to build your company, what pain point have you identified in the market? And how did you find out that this is an opportunity that you can build around? In 2009, Indian general aviation market was still nurturing. It was in a very nascent stage that time. So uh, one thing which is uh, still missing, I would say to a large extent, is the service standards. So going to started this uh, the company for CA Aviation. What we technically do is we reach out to customers, you know, our sales team reach out to our customers, talk to them, make them understand why they should charter. And now the market has become wonderfully well in India and try to assess their flying pattern. So there are customers who very well go for open private. We suggest them that they should go in for a private. There's a different uh, work flow that we follow for those uh, customers. And the customers who simply want to charter, we continue to do charter for them as well. So I guess I've answered the question. Amazing. So if I'm a new entrepreneur and I want to start my aviation aggregator, what is the minimum investment that you started with that allowed you, you know, to build this? Well, that's a fantastic question, Hadi. In fact, uh, I always say that this is a zero investment business, right? At the same time, what is more important is, uh, you know, uh, like when we started off, we had uh, nothing in our pocket. We started off with zero investment. But today, with the, with the kind of competition that we have in the market, I believe you have to have at least, if not uh, much, at least somewhere around $1,000 in your pocket to start this business. Because the most important part in this industry is customer acquisition. And that's where you spend a lot of money. You don't need an infrastructure in this, um, in this industry initially. So if you want to start modestly, you can even start with, uh, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, from your home. But then, yes, uh, as I said earlier, with the kind of uh, competition keeping in this industry, you would require a certain 
infrastructure, a certain manpower, in, especially in sales, because you don't need to have an operation department, you don't need a commercial department. We need a decent uh, team of five to six people and uh, about uh, $100,000 in a pocket to actually start this business in India, I'm talking about. Abroad, I would not be able to comment much, but in India, yes, about $100,000 is a good amount of money to start this business. That's great advice. And I think uh, to your point, a customer acquisition cost is probably the most important aspect. So if you're starting a business and you have a small sum of money invested, where would you focus your effort to find these customers that want to use private aviation solutions? Right. Hadi, our industry, I know our company, you know, are mostly uh, marketing driven companies, right? A major part of money goes into marketing. Right, uh, reaching out to these HNIs is not an easy task. You have to be seen where these people normally uh, are available. So you have to reach out. You have to spend a lot of money, a uh, lot of time and effort in marketing exercises, like taking part in some uh, high-end conferences, putting your articles in uh, high-end magazines like Forbes, Fortune, etc., Time magazine, etc. You have to be a part of some forum. You have to be a part. Industry chambers where these uh, clients are normally seen. So these things calls in for a good amount of uh, investment, and uh, any kind of an event where you have the participation from HNIs, from celebrities, you have to be seen there. You have to be visible out there. You know your visibility out there is very important to engage them, to meet up with them, and be in the circle to attract them. You know to be a customer tomorrow. So it's a quite a bit of you know. Uh, investment in these kind of activities that's great do you remember your first customer and how did you establish communication with them fantastic i think i'll never forget my first customer because my first customer when i reached out uh, you know the stories i keep telling it to my kid to my family that you know when we reached out to those this customer surprisingly i used to deal with this customer where i was head of sales and marketing but when as an entrepreneur i reached out to this client uh, he, he was a bit hesitant in doing business with me because now that I've started my own company, he didn't want to take a chance. So, you know, I learned a lesson that time that, you know, uh, what matter is your personal branding, which is very important. So uh, he was very hesitant in giving me the business, the first business. Then I had to literally tell him that, okay, fair enough. You know, don't pay me. Uh, you know, you can pay directly to the operator. Don't pay me anything, but I will only coordinate your flight just see my service standards, how do we work in this new company. And then if you're happy with the work, then you can give us future business. And uh, trust me, it's been uh, almost 13 years now. And this particular first client of mine is a very strong client that we're dealing with even now. So the first thing, of course, the first client was a huge challenge. But uh, after that, it became a, a kind of a learning lesson for us. We started learning that we got each client that we lost during that time. But then I guess uh, what helped us, uh, you know, float very strongly was the lesson that we learned. And we learned it from those lessons. We implemented those changes. And uh, I think uh, uh, by that ways, we have been able to grab a pretty good share of market. That's a great story, Santosh. Do you remember how long it took you to acquire your first 100 customers? Because you're in a difficult business to get all of this organic reach. Yes. 
Uh, first 100 customers, you know, ever since you asked me this question, I was like thinking 100 customers, you know, because uh, 2009, the market was still evolving here in India. It took us almost, I would say, close to about uh, uh, four and a half years before we actually clogged around 100 customers. I'm talking about uh, customers who were giving us repeat business. I count them as one. So 100 customers took us about four and a half years or roughly about five years to uh, to acquire and especially because uh, as i said earlier that time the indian uh, business aviation market was still evolving had it been 2019-20 i guess it would have taken much lesser time because today the market has uh, grown so 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 massively in india that's great santosh thank you for sharing that what sort of acquisition mode has worked best for you to acquire these 100 first customers that we're talking about first and foremost uh, hadi what we did uh, you know, it was a very basic uh, micro-marketing, I would say. We had a pretty decent uh, database of We reached out to each and every one of them, invariably of the amount of business that they had. We spent a lot of time with them. You know, we had a set of questioners. We went out to them. We reached out to them. We met up with them. We sat with them, understood their problem, understood what is stopping them from chartering, though they had uh, their manufacturing facilities across various parts of India, you know, why they were not chartering. Is it the money, the mental block? So we sat with a lot of uh, HNIs, a lot of corporate clients, even travel agencies, sat with them and uh, tried to understand their problem, number one. Number two, coming to the travel agencies and tour operators, the foreign tour operators, we reached out to these people as well. We trained them. We trained them with various aspects of business aviation, tried to understand where they are lacking, try to fit in where we can actually help them in grabbing business. So we did not as a vendor. We basically went as their business partner. We went as a partner to these target audience of ours. And that worked brilliantly for us because the client did not take us as a vendor. They took us took us as somebody who's working for them, not just to you know make some money, but also to save money for them, save time for them and give them a better uh, commutation. What would be your North Star metric that you basically look at when you measure success? I would certainly rate as a, how much retention rate you have got of the customers. I would say getting a new customers is quite difficult, but retaining is again even more difficult. We have got a huge retention rate. And as I said earlier, it is we never go to a customer to grab business. We go out to, to understand their problem and give them a better solution. I think mostly, uh, you know, just repeat myself, it's mostly to you, have to, you have to reach out to the customer and to understand their problem and not just, uh, you know, think of making money from them. So I think that's something which I think is, is important. That's great advice. How would you handle entrepreneurs' anxiety? at the end of each day because you know you're a founder you have a family you have employees at the point in time you're always thinking do i have enough cash in the bank do i have enough clients am i going to be able to pay payroll on time so many things go in your head how would you keep yourself productive and avoid that sort of anxiety question Hadi. thank you so much uh, for this question foremost i come across a lot of entrepreneurs Nowadays, uh, you know, me being a small-time angel investor as well, and I keep telling them that the first thing that you should do every morning is, or every point in time is, trust yourself. 
trust your talent trust your brains trust yourself you know don't compare yourself with others you know somebody's bank balance is not going to affect yours balance you know balance so first and foremost trust yourself have a faith in yourself don't have that habit of giving up i keep saying there's nothing called plan b in life and you should never have a plan b people have who have plan b are the people who don't trust themselves who doesn't believe their capabilities you have to make sure that you have a plan a and you got to make it work so people if you look at entrepreneurs they get anxiety level high because they start you know comparing themselves with other one number two they get too fascinated by some fancy words you have to understand one thing business is not tough it's nothing it's, it's no rocket science it's very you have to understand your customers need sit with them understand it to the core and try to come up with a solution as simple as that so if you have a basics clear i don't think so you will get into any kind of an anxiety zone so trust yourself you know one final thing don't seclude yourself keep meeting people you have to keep meeting people because that's one way that's a very very strong way to avoid anxiety in any kind of a business That's great advice Santosh. How important is failure to you? Failure I guess more than success what matter in life. Yeah. I was on an event in Mumbai and I said personally I don't take failure as a failure as such because every time failure has come to me I fell in love with it. Failure teaches you more lessons than success. And if you have not failed in life that means you have not done enough effort in your lifetime. So one advice that i always give it to anyone for that matter is don't be you know scared of getting failed if you are failing that means you are actually working and look at the best of the corporations across the globe most of the business honkos they have failed miserably initially to become what they are today so if you are failing that means you are working simple calculation perfect one last question what's next for your venture How big are you? Where are you planning in the next foreseeable future to be? Well, uh, the book my jet, which is uh, a year-old baby uh, of mine, we launched it on the seventeenth of June, twenty twenty-one. It's the first technology platform for private jet uh, aircraft and helicopters, and very soon we are going to take it to the world. So, uh, yeah, currently we have got over three thousand downloads with over two thousand queries, and. Uh, we have already uh, crossed the phase 1 now we are in phase 2 we are integrating a lot of uh, tools a lot of features on this particular technology platform and our intention is to create a community for business aviation which so far doesn't exist anywhere in the world covid has come as a blessing for us because uh, after covid the market has increased massively across the globe and technology is something which has been missing in this industry for long now so bookmyjet intent in such a manner which will make the life of operators as well as the flyers easy it will make the world much more transparent for the flyers and most importantly it will solve the problems of underutilization of fleet of the operators one and on the other hand flyer would save a lot of money which they pay otherwise for ferry charges and last but not the least uh, as i said earlier we intend to make it a community for business aviation in time to come So that's a book my jet for you, and we look forward to you know having a lot of partners across the globe. We are in touch with a lot of people across the globe, you know, because this is not going to be possible just with 
me and my team, we have to join hands with partners across the globe to make it a, a huge community for business aviation. Santos, thank you for being part of our show. We wish you the best of luck with your new venture. Thank you, Bhai. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much and God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The First 100. We hope it inspired you in your journey. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify, and share it with a friend starting their entrepreneurship journey. Leave us a five-star review. Your support will help spread our podcast to more viewers.